Hello, good evening, happy Easter. My name is Richard, and this is over and over and over again. It is, of course, Friday, so it is the Arsenal Women's Show. Good Friday, of course. It's a special weekend um, for the Arsenal Women, of course. FA Cup semi-final to come, of course, on Sunday against um, some team that we don't know too much about, called um, Chelsea or something like that. I'm not really sure too much about them, but I'm sure we'll learn a little bit about them in the show tonight, of course, who we face in the semi-final at Meadow Park. I still at that game is actually, which is fantastic news. It's going to be a great crowd there on Sunday. Of course, if, you don't, if you're not lucky enough to have a ticket, of course, you can join us here on the channel for the watch-along, which is going to be good as well. So a lot to get through tonight. We're going to look into the Chelsea game. Uh, we're going to look at some of the international games as well over the last, um, the last week or so. Um, a couple of transfer rumours we're hearing, which we will talk about as well. And um, also, of course... Um, we will have our usual special features as well. Amar's got a really good quiz question for us coming up. And, of course, Matt with his latest player chant as well. So loads and loads coming up the other side of this. Right. Really show um, on Good Friday. Happy Easter to everybody. Um, Andreas, uh, welcome back to the show. Happy Easter to you. Are you okay this week? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. And uh, happy Easter to everybody. I'm glad to be here again. Looking forward to all our discussion points. Yes, it's gonna. It's a big weekend, obviously, for the Arsenal women. So it's going to be um, a good discussion. And Matt is in the house as well, of course, as always. You're on mute at the moment, Matt, so make sure you come off there mute. Before you there you go. There he is. Happy <laughs> to you as well. Have you had a good week? Yeah, it's, it's been uh, really exhausting uh, working during over the Easter period. So uh, having a bit of a rest now and recovering from everything. So, yeah, it's been good. And I'm looking forward to tonight's show and the weekend as well. It's going to be a good little bit of uh, football festival. <laughs> Yeah, well, it should be. Hopefully, it'd be good if we get the right results, of course. That's the main thing, isn't it? You know, it's, it's no good if we don't. And um, Amar is back with us as well, back in the UK as well after your holiday, looking yeah. well. Good to yeah. be back in, in the UK, safe and sound as well. Yeah. Okay? All, yeah, all ready to go again. Should be good. Recovered from my, well, just about recovered from my nasty cough that I had. Hopefully, it will go away completely soon. And yeah, let's get, let's get cracking, Jen. It'll be good. Exactly, yeah. And uh, Russ is in the chat already as well. He says, um, Evening, Richard, and uh, hello, everyone else as well. Yeah, how you doing, Russ? Thanks for joining, mate. Hope you are well. Um, and, yeah, so there's only one place we can really start, and it's going to be the, the main bulk of the show, actually. There's a rather big game on Sunday coming up against some team that we, we don't know too much about. I don't know too much about them, so maybe we need to find out a little bit about the, uh, the Chelsea women, of course, we're playing on a Sunday. Now, it's a sellout at Meadow Park. I mean, that is... Just incredible, isn't it? Um, you know, it's been a long time since it's been a sellout at Meadow Park, actually. So it's going to be a fantastic occasion. It's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic game. I mean, Andreas, what are your thoughts out of this game? Because um, it could be, mate, we said it before, we said it a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? it could be make or break, actually, for the season, whoever wins this game. It's going to have the massive momentum going into the final few league games as well, aren't they? It, it could decide everything in a way. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a massive match and it's, it's a knockout match, so it's it's something more special than a league match. Uh, but before we speak about the match, I think uh, we should uh, just say a word about Frank Kirby. I don't know whether you read it all. Uh, yes. Chelsea yes. posted 
uh, and, and she herself posted it. She's out uh, for mental health issue, yeah. issue, and um, I think uh, in, in such a moment, uh, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter which which uh, color of kit you wear. Uh, Frank Kirby is a fantastic player. Yes. Uh, she had uh, a lot of problems with with uh, with her heart. With her heart, absolutely. Yeah, she came back. She had a fantastic season, and uh, I, uh, <coughs> she, she plays for Chelsea. I like her as a person, as a player, and I was very sad to read this. I would like to say, uh, yeah, I wish her a quick recovery, full recovery, and hope to see her back on the pitch. Sorry, not answering yeah. your question, but uh, it's no, no, that's, no, 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 that's, that's a great point, actually. Yeah, I mean, it was only a, it's only a little while ago that she posted it as well, and Chelsea women have posted it as well. So, yeah, I mean, we do wish her well. Um, and it's it's not nice to when you see stuff like that going on, you know. Everybody thinks footballers have a great life, professional footballers and, and stuff. And to a certain degree, they do, but it doesn't mean they're immune from other issues outside of that yeah. as well. And we know she's struggled before. And it is sad to hear. And, yeah, so we all wish her well. And hopefully, as you say, she's back on the pitch very soon and doing what um, what she's so great at doing. So, um, But, yeah, that is a good point, actually. Obviously, she won't be playing in the game on Sunday um, on the back of that as well, which is, which is a shame for the game, isn't it? Yeah, it might help our chances of going through, maybe, but for her and for, and for the game, it's, it's a shame. Isn't it? And we do wish her well, obviously, as well. So, yeah. It's a shame for That's the men. It's, of course, yeah. good for... For the Arsenal, that's that's the other side. But uh, apart from this, I just wanted to say this. So yeah, uh, no, no, that's very Okay, uh, now back to the match. It, it's fantastic match. It could be a final. It's on, only a semi-final. Uh, yeah, two of the three best teams of this season. Uh, current leader, current number two. Uh, yeah, what what can we expect from the match? I think uh, fantastic football. A sold out uh, Meadow Park. This will be a great atmosphere, and I hope this will motivate our team more <laughs> uh, to play at home with, yes. with the crowd behind them. And uh, uh, I think it's it's 50-50. It, everything is possible. Uh, we we saw that both teams uh, had a great run in the last few weeks. Uh, both teams were scoring a lot of goals. Chelsea more than than us, but uh, yeah. We are in a good run also, so uh, I think we will see goals. I said this last time when when we had the the nil nil from <laughs> Chelsea. But I say it again. I think we will see some goals because both the teams have fantastic attackers. Uh, yeah, uh, but I expect this is just a, a fantastic match uh, and and uh, yeah something mm -hmm. uh, that's worth watching it. And you know, we, it'd be the fourth time we would have played them this season, if you include, of course, the cup final from last season, which was, of course, played in December. But um, And apart from that cup final, which obviously, from our point of view, was a really poor game, the other two have been fantastic. The two um, league games have been amazing games of football. The one at the Emirates, where we won 3-2, was a fantastic game. And even a nil-nil draw, there were no goals. There was mm. certainly quality on both teams and chances at both ends, and it could have gone either way. And, you know, let's hope that... Above everything else, obviously we want us to win, but let's hope it is another great advert for women's football in 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 England because it's is the two top teams, the top yeah. two teams this season, and you know there's been nothing to choose between us really, has there? You know we've held an advantage due to the fact we won that first game, 
and Chelsea have been playing catch-up ever since. And, you know, at one point we've played a few more games and then looked like we had a big lead. But there's been nothing to choose between us. Um, I mean, I know Matt likes his statistics and stuff like that, as, as we all do. So, you know, this will be, what, the last three times we've played Chelsea in the FA Cup, they've beaten us and scored three goals in each game. So, um, that's a four. That, since that's since the 2016 Cup final course where we did win. Since yeah. then, we've played them three times and we haven't won. We've only scored one goal in those three games and they've scored nine. So it's not a great FA Cup record in recent years against Chelsea, is it, Matt? I mean, can we turn that around in this game? I mean, we've done pretty well in the league last couple of seasons, maybe, especially at home. But in the FA Cup, we, we haven't got a great record against them, have we? Yeah. Uh, just to add on top of those stats, it's now three times we've played in this season, taking away the pre uh the pre-season game for the Mine Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in that time, we've had three different venues, Emirates, Wembley, yeah. and Meadow. Yeah. This is now the fourth yeah. venue yeah. Yeah. in Sold Elk yeah. Stadium. So I think that's a first. Uh, I don't know if you can really consider the Chelsea one to be a sellout because half the people didn't turn up, even though they said that they were sold out yeah. tickets. So take that with a yeah. grain of salt if you want. Um on top of that, Chelsea have had kept five clean sheets and scored 23 goals since the start of January. Mm -hmm. uh, we know what we're expecting with this team. Uh, we're expecting uh, the... Um, I'm trying to be really nice, but I, I can't be nice about that Australian who seems to think she's very good. Uh, <laughs> it, she is that basically she's Ellen White in a Chelsea shirt. She needs Ooh. about 16 chances to, to finally put one I in agree. the bank. I agree. And um, I, the bad news is for us that Penel Harder's back. Uh, yeah. So she's going to be more devastated. I think she's going to prove us more harm with her in the squad than Sam Kerr will. Um, the good news is is that we're seeing uh, Almar's favourite player back, and uh, Manners also. My favourite player, but yeah, I know what you <laughs> So, um, oh, hopefully, that's some <clears throat> positive signs. And they both said that they could be back in the squad, even, so, even though Manners said that she might not be playing for the rest of the season. So, that yeah. is a huge good sign. We've got, we've got a good uh, team together. There's going to be almost uh, a close run-in between both the teams, and it'll be a good game, that's for sure. And to top it off, it's uh, not a nice 12.30 kick-off, so if you can't get it down on the tube, you're kind of messed up. So uh, okay. <laughs> luckily, it's on BBC One, so you can sit down and watch it. But if Absolutely. you're in the UK, outside of the UK, you're going to have to rely on uh, either the FA player or Atta Football or some yeah. other some other. Oh, just I'll just join us on the channel here because we'll be covering the game, so that'll be just basically yeah. we'll be able to watch it necessarily, but you'll be able to keep up to know what's happening. But yeah, I mean, um, yes, obviously, um, I mean, I kind of agree with what you say about Sam Kerr, and I know it's probably a minority view actually, but I do think she's very, very overrated. She has 25 chances every game, and of course, if you have that many chances, you're going to score a few goals. It's inevitable. Eventually, you will score. And that's what she tends to do. In the FA Cup final, she missed three or four absolute sitters before she finally scored, got two goals in the end. Makes her look great. She got player of the match. But for me, those misses in the first half, if we'd been slightly better in that game, could have cost Chelsea. And, you know, she got away with it because they won the game and she got two great goals in the second half. But 
Um, yeah, I kind of agree. I do think she she isn't as great as everybody seems to think she is. I mean, I'm not saying she's not a bad player because she's, she's a good player. But is she really, you know, her goal scoring record is fantastic. But she does need a lot of chances to score the goals that she does. And, you know, we can't take her lightly, of course, on Sunday because her goal scoring record against us is pretty good as well. But um, yeah. it, it is good news there what you said about, certainly about um, uh, Rafael Souza being fit again. I saw her in, in the training thing. So, if she can play, is she going to be ready to play a match yet when she hasn't played for a few weeks? That's my worry with it. Really? It's great that she's fit. Maybe the, this game's maybe come a week too soon, perhaps, um, for her. But it is good news that she's fit. And if she can play, that will be massive because in that nil-nil draw, she was um, she had a great game, didn't she? Because Leah Williamson wasn't at her best at that night, actually. So right. it was good that um, Rafael Souza stepped up and was great. So... Yeah, it'd be great if she's fit, but we'll have to wait and see if she's going to be able to play the game. Let's hope so. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, it is going to be, I mean, it's, it is potentially going to be a game, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, every time we play them, it seems to be epic at the moment. So, I mean, Amar, what are you expecting from this game? And I say a record against them in the cup, certainly, in all cups, actually. Um, we haven't beaten them in, a, in any cup tie, I don't think, since that 2016 Cup final. Wow. Actually, continental cup as well. We, we've got a really poor record against them, haven't we? And you know, since we beat them five nil those years ago in the in the WSL, yeah. Yeah. last one in the yeah. league, they seem yeah. to have taken it out on us quite badly, don't they? Ever since um, we've only had one win since then, actually, and that was the one at the Emirates at the start yeah. of the season. We're only winning our last ten meetings with Chelsea in all competitions. So it's a yeah. bad record that we've got. Can we? What do we need to do on Sunday? So to, I know we beat him at the Emirates, but at Meadow Park, we haven't beat him at Meadow Park for a long time. What yeah. do we need to do on Sunday to really, um, you know, get revenge for that final in December, which we're all so disappointed with? Yeah, I'll come on to that in just a second. I mean, I'm struggling to even remember the last time we beat them at Meadow Park. I think it was in like something like 2014 or something. I can't even remember. When I, it was long before I started following the WFL, but yeah. No, I think I, uh, I think it's uh, let's just get to the down to the nitty gritty and say, oh, this is just going to be. I was reading a preview on, I think it was on the Chelsea web, women's website the other day. It's going to be the two best teams in the country going head to head. What more could you ask for? I mean, get the popcorn out because this could well be a classic. And let's hope it lives up to its billing. And um, whereas we didn't have, um, we we're missing quite a few key players, especially Leah not being fit for that um, final in December. So to have her back yeah. is crucial. And the way Jonas has been um, has been has put his blueprint on the side this season, you can see they look a lot more solid at the back. They look, I wouldn't say absolutely devastating going forward, but they they they, they know how to press the opposition. They need to hurry them a bit more. You can see the work off the ball as well as on it, and they know they they're better unlocking teams. Whereas before maybe they were a bit. That's what they lack. So yeah, I think that if we can do like we've been doing all season, to start on the front foot, pressure, hurry the opposition, not give the ball away, be clinical. I think we can beat them. Something is telling me we could end our record because I know you can only beat. What I was saying to myself earlier, you can only beat out what's put. You can only beat what's put out in front of you. At the end of the day, and Chelsea's opposition. Whilst the opposition has been great, I mean, from what it was um, around December, January time when we were going through that difficult spell, we've been really good either side of that. So, I mean, if we can show work, we've been doing that and, and continue the way Jonas wants us to play. I think we, there's every chance we could beat them. It won't be easy, easier said than done, but, you know, let's see what happens. So we can, something's just giving me a good feeling that we can get through to the final. I mean, it would be great, wouldn't it? To, you know, for me, we just need to bury that memory of Wembley in December, don't we? Because that was such a poor performance. And yes, we had some players missing. We didn't have Steena then, of course. We didn't have yes, Rafael yeah. then. 
we didn't have law either. So we've strengthened yeah. our squad season. And we saw that game when we played, was it in February, wasn't it? The nil-nil draw. Kings Meadow, yeah, Kings Meadow. Kings Meadow, where, you know, we matched Chelsea in that game. We were probably the better team in the first yeah. half. And yeah. then in the second half, it, you know, Chelsea maybe got on top. But we showed in that game that we can, with this current side, with the players that we've got now, that we can compete with them. And we can match them. And, you know, and I'm sure that's going to be um, the, the case on, on Sunday. Again, you know, it is going to be a very tight game. I mean, Andreas, that nil-nil draw that we were just speaking about then, I mean, that was, a, a, one, it was a fantastic game of football. But two, the way we played in that first half in particular, we showed that with Caitlin Ford on the left, we've seen him in the middle and Viv just dropping deeper, we can cause them a lot of problems, can't we? We can cause their defence a lot of problems. And at Meadow Park, probably even more so. Yes, exactly. This uh, nil-nil draw was was uh, one of our best matches in, in the season, especially in the first half. And uh, yeah, except except the, the last minute when when uh, this handball from Leah appeared, uh, except this yeah. situation, uh, I think we were the slightly better team over the 90 minutes. And this must give us uh, self-confidence and the, the, the trust that we can beat them. We showed that it is possible to beat them at uh, King's Meadow. So why not at uh, Meadow Park? We are at home. And uh, of course, we haven't won against Chelsea at home for some years. But uh, we have won against any other team there. And, and we, are, we are strong at home. So uh, yes. I hope the team will go into the match with, with self-confidence and, and with a will uh, to, to dominate the match from the first minute on and not, uh, as, as in many other matches, just wait and, and uh, then come into the match in the second half. Then it can be, it could be too late because we know how clinical Chelsea can be in front of the goal. And we had our problems uh, with, uh, with corners, with defending uh, free kicks, uh, high balls in the six-yard box. So this is a problem. And, and just waiting and let Chelsea dominate, this wouldn't be the right uh, decision. So that's what I mean. Uh, go out and try to dominate. Go out uh, with a will and, and, and show them uh, this is our home and we want to qualify for the final. Uh, we will go through, and and you are the guests here, and uh, you have uh, to react and not to act and tell us what we have to do. So, yeah, it it will be important to to go out with with this confidence and and trust in ourselves. And I think confidence is 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 a key, isn't it? Because I think in in recent years when we played Chelsea, we've maybe been a little bit. Um, we haven't been confident to go out and beat them, have we? We've almost felt as though we, we couldn't beat them before we started in some games, I felt, in the last few years. And they've, they've beaten us quite convincingly in a lot of those games. So, yeah, I think we need to, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't be confident. We have beat them this season after all. And that draw, as you say, we took the game to them in that first half in particular. And, yeah, we, we need to do that again. What we can't afford to do is start exactly the same way as we did at Wembley in that final because, you know, we never, from the first minute of that game, we just never got going. And by the time we'd kind of started to settle down, Chelsea were already in front, had already missed three or four chances, and we were chasing shadows, really, and it was too late. And I agree, we've got to start the game strongly. But that hasn't always been, as it Matt, this season, it hasn't always been our strength, has it, starting games quickly. Even last week against, Le uh, last game, sorry, against Leicester, we did score in the first minute, but it took us a while to actually get our rhythm going again, didn't it? That's been a problem. We can't afford to start slowly, I don't think, on Sunday, because Chelsea had a team to take advantage of that as they did at Wembley and they have done against us previously as well. 
Yeah, ever, sorry, there's a load of people coming into the chat and they're all saying hello and things like that. So I'm just waving to everyone saying hello. Yeah, <laughs> Terry, Terry's in the chat. He says, evening, Richard Andreas, MR, MR on time. He is on time because he's back in England, you see. He's on, he's on UK too. <laughs> and obviously Matt as well, evening chaps. And Terry says, I'm hoping we go for it and don't sit back. I can't believe I'm agreeing with him. I, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, we just were saying that there. I mean, a comment here actually from Raz says, we need Jordan Nobbs. I'm just curious to know where where would she play in place of who? Because you know the front three of I think Mead, Meadamai, and um, and Caitlin Falls with Viv just behind and Kimlet and Leah Walty. Where does Jordan Nobbs fit into that? Yeah, in I agree, Jordan Nobbs is a great player, but who does she fit in again? Who does she replace in that in that front one in that? Sorry, that is, that's the that's the problem for me. As much as I like Jordan Nobbs, I'm struggling to find. A place for her in that team. I mean, we'll, we'll come on to the team lineup actually in a minute. Um, the Daco says there, um, just hope the last final nil three won't happen again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that was so humiliating. It was. Yeah, hope they play with confidence this time. Yeah, we just have confidence. I'm, I'm sure that they will. Terry says, what's going on? Everyone's fired up tonight. Yeah, we're fired up. Semi final. We've got to be fired up. And Robertson in the chat says, hi, Rich, Andreas, and my mate. How are you doing, Robert? Thanks for joining me, mate. Um, and Terry says, yeah, um, evening, Robert, indeed, yeah. Okay, so, so Matt, and yes, I say, you know, it, it's important that we start well, and it hasn't been something we've done a lot of this season, is it? We tend to start slowly and build into games, but we can't afford to do that, can we, against the quality that Chelsea have got, as we've seen already pre previously. Yeah, and actually, I would be really happy if we were to take that first 10 minutes against Leicester and actually, and, and when we scored that goal, if we were able to do that in the first seven minutes against Chelsea, I think a lot of us would be breathing a little bit easier. It would be yeah. a case of keeping up that consistency because as soon as we got that first goal, we sort of stepped off a, a foot or there was a passes that went askew. Caitlin yeah. Ford kept on dripping up over her feet, uh, which you couldn't see on the camera because they kept on cutting it out. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm not trying to dig out Caitlin Ford, but there were times where she was either a little bit slow and things like that, but um, that's going to be an interesting one as well with lineup wise with a lot of the girls traveling backwards for this one. Luckily it's a Sunday, so they probably got an extra day of rest. Mm. Um, but when mm. I think when you look at these sort of games on the calendar, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, you look forward to these games and you consider them to be, um, almost like a little Christmas present that's come early and you want to see these <laughs> games and you want to see you Titans go head to head like a boxing match and uh end to end sort of stuff. I've um I've actually when I'm doing my writing for her football hub I I I'm just talking back about the Chelsea Chelsea game that we had in February. Yeah. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the um right I said oh I was bored of the game. Well, I'm sorry, but that was end-to-end -end football and you didn't know who what was going on. There was a late drama as well with both teams potentially having a penalty each. Yes. And I, I'm expecting the same. I don't think it's going to be a nil-nil. I think it's going to be exciting from the first whistle to the last whistle, whether it goes to extra time, whether it goes to penalties. We got two of the best teams in the country and Andreas, <laughs> you just looked really shocked there. <laughs> You're hoping it's not going to penalties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't! <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna win a night, believe. We're gonna win a night. 
<laughs> being German, it's just winning penalty shootout. So it's, it's you know it's maybe us that are more nervous about penalties maybe because we don't tend to win them very often. Um, but but yeah, it, obviously that's a potential, isn't it? You know the FA Cup has got to be decided on the day, hasn't it? So it could be extra time of penalties, yeah. and that would be um, that would be nerve wracking, wouldn't it, for everybody? I'm sure, and you know it's, that would be exciting. But maybe let's try and avoid that if we can. Let's try and get it done. Um, certainly within the 90 minutes or the extra time, if possible, get through <laughs> that way rather than rather than penalties. But yeah, I mean, there, there is that possibility, I suppose, which the funny thing is as well, you know, I think our problem if it did go penalties was all our penalties are taken by Kim Little. She's the only one I've ever seen take a penalty out of the current side. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Astina could score a penalty. I'm sure one or two others could, but yeah. we've never seen them take him, have we? So we no, don't no, know. Katie no. McKay took a penalty against Man United. Yes, she did. Katie McKay, that's a good point. Yes, she did, actually. Yeah. 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 Leah uh, took a decent penalty in the shootout to get Switzerland to the Euros. So we've got people that know how to take penalties. I'm sure they'll probably be doing that on training session, getting ready. Well, the goalkeepers taking penalties. Couldn't imagine that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to go that far, do we? Get a good, with the goalies up. <laughs> um, take a penalty. Whiff <laughs> shouldn't take a penalty. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember no. she missed one from the Netherlands against the USA last year. Uh, she's not, not good at. I, I no, she doesn't like right. her. Oh, they actually found out that she's not good at. Oh. You're a backer. I'd hmm? back her to score one. Well, I think with penalty shootouts, it is it's a it's a mentality thing, isn't it? Some people have got they're able to take a penalty on the shoot, it doesn't bother them. It's just like training, they, that's how they treat it. But you know, some some players just can't deal with that extra pressure. And you know, Viv doesn't tend to take penalties anyway, does she, during the game? So, you know, it would be um let's hope that if she does have to take one that she does score, obviously. But uh, you know, I, I wouldn't really be confident apart from apart from Kim Little, maybe Katie McCabe, yeah, because she did score that one, you know. I wouldn't necessarily be like massively confident with any of the others because I've never seen them take a penalty, so I don't know what they're like at them. So I, I couldn't really say, oh, yeah, I'll be confident. Then you look at Chelsea, you just feel as though their mentality of their whole team, you would back them to probably score most of their penalties, whoever took them, maybe. I don't know. That's just my feeling. I wouldn't I wouldn't be confident when a penalty, let's be honest. But anyway, yeah, we've got... We've got a decent goalkeeper as well. Manu Zinsberg is not, not as... It's not... She, she did save a penalty against Barcelona, didn't she, this season? I think she saved one. Yeah, from Martins, I think, wasn't it? Barcelona saved one. She's a good penalty killer. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't. I'll be, you know, I'll be pleased with her if it went to penalties. I just feel Chelsea have got a strong mentality when it comes to stuff like that, and I'm not sure whether as is going to be a strong. But we'll have to see. I mean, hopefully it won't go that far because I don't know if my nerves could take yeah. after 120 minutes of what will probably be a tense game in the first place. So it's going to, <laughs> that's going to be something to um, we'll have to worry about, I suppose, if, if it comes around to that. And Deco in the chat says, yeah, when we talk about confidence, mentality and big time or big stage, we Arsenal always become the second, either the women or the men's team. Why always Arsenal? I mean, it does seem like that, doesn't it? That we don't seem to quite be able to get these big games over the line often enough. When you look at teams like Chelsea, for example, the men and the women, they seem to be able to, to win those big games, don't they, more often than not. And I'm not sure why it is, really, because this isn't just a thing for now with the current Arsenal team, is it? This has been going on for a long time and it's I difficult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, I, I don't know what, what the issue is, because you're right, when it comes to, to the women as well, you know, quite often those really big games, we have fallen short haven't we certainly in recent years and i don't know um hopefully we can put it right on um on sunday because what i don't want to happen is and we did kind of mention it a bit earlier that 
we saw what happened after we lost that FA Cup final. We fell apart, didn't we? For five, six, seven games after that, we were really poor. And we can't afford that to happen now, can we? Because if, even if we do lose on Sunday, we've got massive games coming up after that straight away in the league, haven't we, that we have to win. And we can't afford to go on to a run like we did last time. So if we do lose, and let's pray that we don't, but if we did, we need to turn that around really quickly, don't we? And, you know, let's hope that that mentality is right for the game and that, you know, we can get a big game over the line um, when, when it really matters. Um, Robert says, I don't understand why Lisa Evans is on loan. Um, she works so well with me and my both obviously well connected. Now, of course they are. They, they, they do play well together. But again, going back to the Jordan Nobbs point, if Lisa Evans are with us now, who would we leave out of the team to put Lisa Evans in it at this moment in time with the players that we've got? I don't know. That, that's, you know, I, I personally wouldn't think Lisa would fit into our team at the moment as much as we love Lisa. I'm just not quite sure if she's at the same level as the other players that are playing at the moment. I don't know. Um, but she does work well with Viv, obviously. But um, Robert says there, Lisa lifts those players. Um, <laughs> vlogs are burning. Yeah, no, no, she, her vlogs are fantastic. You know, yeah. they're brilliant. We've maybe missed them a little bit, actually. She might be um, at the game on Sunday because surely it'll be a rest day. So she might be. Yeah, yeah obviously they're playing. Yeah, they're playing their semi-final on them on on Saturday. Yeah, I mean that's interesting actually because if West Ham get to the final, Lisa wouldn't be able to play, would she? Against us, or is that well, right? She wouldn't. That's a good point. Yeah, so that's a good point. Because of the loan situation. Of the loan, yeah. Well, I don't know. So, I don't know if that applies. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I don't know. I'm not sure if, if she can. I know last time we played West Ham in the league, she was injured anyway, so she couldn't play regardless. But yeah, yeah, um, I'm not sure how that works, actually. I, I know in the men's game, you can't play on, on the club that you're on loan. You can't play against the club you're on loan from. And if it's the same in the women's team, it would be a shame for Lisa if they got to the final, she wouldn't be able to play, actually, wouldn't it? it would be a, in the same way, obviously, um, in the men's game, at least this weekend, Crystal Palace, Conor Gallagher can't play against Chelsea. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's yeah. on loan from Chelsea, isn't he? And he can't play in that semi-final. It is a shame. Um for those players but anyway um i'm not sure what will happen with that but i mean i'm hoping west ham go through because it'll be a nice easy not easy it'll be an, e an easier fight <laughs> um, oh, we, we, to to be, we can beat city too we can beat city too of course we can beat city we can beat anybody on our day but ultimately i'd be a lot more confident if we had to play west ham if we had to play city you know before the game but anyway um let's see uh, let's just get there first so you, whoever we will we'll know already before but we need to get it this really um terry says there is katie back for sunday's game yeah um i think so yeah i don't see why she wouldn't be i know she played obviously for uh, for ireland the other the other night and um, with says there penalty no zinsberger is slow turtle she's, she's, can't slow. No, she's, she's got a good record in penalties she's got a good record of saving penalties so no, she's all right yeah she's all right saving penalties we don't we don't mind that at all um robert says there beth mead i hope will be on the pitch i'm sure she will um but i certainly want nikita Paris. On the pitch. Mm -hmm. Again, it, it, who do we leave out? We'll come on to the team lineup in a minute, actually, because I think that could be quite interesting. Um, and Luca, did chat. How are you doing, Luca? Thanks for tuning in, mate. Hope you are well. Um, I watched a bit of your show earlier as well. That was good stuff as well. So uh, make sure you check out Luca's uh, Luca's channel as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, actually, why don't we talk about the lineup actually? Because um, you know, people are suggesting all these different players that they want to see playing. And we yeah. have got a, a, a lot of a lot of options. Let's be honest. If everybody's fit, which it seems like they are, apart from possibly Raphael Souza and 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 uh, Emmanuel Bocu may not be ready to play quite yet, but everyone else seems to be fit. Um, and Jonas, what would you go with your starting eleven? One to eleven, what would it be? <laughs> I think there are only two uh, open questions uh, that um, 
the fact that Manu is starting in goal is quite clear. And then uh, Noel um, will play and Leah. And then the question is uh, Lotta or Rafa, who, who is uh, fit from, from uh, both of them? Because uh, Lotta yeah. was, was injured too. She, she uh, couldn't mm -hmm. take part in the, the internationals. Uh, but she seems to be in training again. So yeah. who who can play out of, of both of them? Uh, and I hope uh, either uh, Lotta or Rafa can play and not Jen uh, as, as much as we, we love Jen Beatty. Uh, but she had a lot of mistakes in her matches, uh, even in, in the cup final. It was terrible yeah. uh, mistakes from her. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for, for Jen, but uh, I would really prefer to see Lotta and maybe uh, Rafa is coming from the bench when we are uh, when we are uh, leading the match. Then, yeah, and on the other side, uh, on the left side, Katie or or Steph. This is also an open question for me. Um, I think uh, Jonas will prefer to play Katie. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Leah uh, Walty on. On the holding midfield position is quite clear. Uh, Kim, uh, <laughs> we don't have to talk about her, and <laughs> and with uh, with uh, in 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 the number ten position and the three attackers would be for me too Beth, Estina, uh, and Caitlin because Caitlin had the great a great second half of the season. We we said it often uh, or many times, uh, returning from from this Asia Cup and she. She's a totally different, Caitlin, than we saw in the first half of the season. So, uh, yeah, I hope uh, she will get a chance. And uh, uh, on, on the wings, is, in, in my opinion, is her best position, not uh, as a central striker, but on the wings. Uh, yeah, she can rotate and uh, she has the pace, uh, what, what is important against uh, the Chelsea defenders, because Millie Bright is, is not uh, the quickest. Uh, so... We, we must uh, have uh, players with with pace and uh, like Beth, like Caitlin. So this would be my my lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would, wouldn't be probably won't be far off what we'll get more than likely, but we will see. I mean, we hear some strong players that left out of that team as well, aren't we? As we've already mentioned some of them in, in, the, in the comments as well. I mean, Matt, would you would you make you make too many other changes from that? Obviously, Tobin Heath as well. Um, you know, she did a cool score against Leicester. Uh, when she came on, so what, what would what would you go with as you're starting out? Would it be very similar to what Andrea suggested, or you got one or two other players in mind to start, maybe? Um, I think it's difficult to tell with this one. Uh, I, de I definitely think Zinsberg is going to start. Um, no offense to Lydia, it's just because it's a tough opponent and she hasn't had a lot of minutes this season. I just think she would struggle a little bit more than Manu. Um, Left-hand side, again, I think this is going to... I've touched on it a little bit, but it depends on how Steph uh, is feeling, if she's fully recovered from jet lag after travelling so far, so uh, much with the Australian team. Same with Caitlin. Um, in which case, if Steph isn't playing a starting, then Casey starts on that left-hand side. And... Um, Perhaps we look at Nikita maybe starting on that side as well, um, just for just for just to cover that. Um, mm -hmm. Centre back pairing is going to be a difficult one. If if Rafaela uh, uh, is not feeling a hundred percent, I would put her on the bench. 
and that way she can grow into the game maybe in the second half if we need to. Um, one thing I don't want to happen is if Lotta is to play, I don't want her to lose that confidence. Mm. She has looked yeah. a little bit quicker since that FA Cup uh, final, especially since she's gone through a lot. She's done really well with her passing as well. She just looked really good at the back against Leicester and I just don't want her to lose that confidence she has, which might be um, might be more considered for Jen to maybe start ahead of Lotta, um, if that was the case. Um, I think Noelle picks, picks herself uh, for the final spot in defence. Yeah. Um, that trio... Of Leah, um, oh yeah, Leah in, in as the centre, other of other centre back, of course. Uh, Kim, Leah, and Viv as the midfield three seems to be working. So why change something that's not going to break, uh, be uh, broken? My only concern is, are they going to try and do the Wolfsburg tactics where they try and make sure that Viv has no time on the ball? If that was the case, maybe I might be tempted to maybe just say to Viv, I'm going to make you a sub, but if it's not working, I'm going to bring you on. So maybe play Frida or um, just to mix things up a little bit, a little bit of a, uh, I don't That'd know. That'd be a big call, wouldn't it? So that's a up in the semi-final against Chelsea. Oh, wow, that would that would be a It'd massive be call. Um, either, maybe even Jordan can could be a good shout. Um but I, th I think Stina, Stina will be playing up top, that's for sure. Beth will be playing. Um, yeah, I don't think Tobin will be playing to start with. I think she'll be coming off the bench. So it will be, uh, it's going to, it's difficult to predict the full starting 11, that's for sure. Um, I wouldn't like to be in Jonas's shoes at the moment, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing is we've got a lot of options and that's a great position to be in, isn't it? It's better to be in a situation that we are now than we were maybe three or three months ago when, you know, the Birmingham game, for example, when we couldn't even fill the bench. So it's a good headache for him to have, isn't it, Jonas? And he's got some big decisions to make. And a lot of that may well depend on, as you said, you know, obviously um, with, with Caitlin and, and Steph, who have come back from Australia with the national team to see how, how they're feeling. Um, and stuff like that as well. That could have a have a bearing. But yeah, it's, it's a tough it's a tough uh, decision for Jonas. But ultimately, he's, he's got to get it right, hasn't he? I mean, Emma, what what would you go with on the start? Then would you make too many changes from what we've seen so far? What we've heard from Andreas and Matt, or have you got um have you got some master plan up your sleeve that you need to tell <laughs> Jonas about quickly? No, no, I'm not a master tactician tactician myself. But no, I agree largely with what boys have been saying. I mean, it's a good it's a good dilemma for the manager to have. But I would also consider maybe uh, it's, it's maybe it's 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 a question also of how how people are feeling after the international break because a lot of them would have played two games. Some of them were rested, like in Laura Wienreuter's case, for example. Maybe he starts with her right on the on the, on the right. I think it's a right side yeah. of the fence, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, I I think you go with your tried and tested method. You start with Madu in goal, the back four, uh, the solid the back four which has been tried and tested this season. Cat Lee. Um, Williamson, uh, Cat Lee, Williamson, Maritz are the, the three definite starters for me. But the question is, who do you play with uh, Leah? Do you play Lotta? Do you play Jen? Do you play, or do you play even Simone Boy? But then Simone Boy also had a, a tough little schedule with Denmark. So, I mean, 
It's difficult to say, but maybe I'll play if Lotus is clear, I'd start Williams and Womanmoy because I think they're arguably they've been the most reliable partnership at the back for us this season. And in the midfield, obviously, I think Kim and Leo is on is, is almost they're almost on they pick themselves really. They work so well together midfield. Yeah. And is do you play Frieda or Jordan in front of them and then, then play Viv as part of front three, or do you play Viv in front of the Kim and Leah? Actually, he's been playing in a number 10 or as in slightly behind the front three and then start with, say, Stina. Start with, say, Stina, Katie on the left-hand side of midfield and Beth as well. So it's a good dilemma to have. I mean, it's tough to maybe leave out somebody like Caitlin. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, I, I would maybe be tempted to maybe play Viv just behind the front three and like he has been doing the last few weeks. But, as I said, it remains to be seen. No, I mean, it, it is, I say it's great that we've got these options, really. Um, yeah. The Deco in the centre makes a, an interesting point. It says, we need to buy a world-class centre-back to be paired with Raphael next season. I prefer Leah plays as a, as a sort of defensive mid um, to replace Leah Walty. Um, Leah is better and stronger in that position. That would help King going forward more. I mean, obviously, Leah plays that position for England, doesn't she, midfield? And... Yeah. I'm still a little bit shocked that she doesn't play in defence more in, for England. But anyway, she can do that job. Is she better than uh, Leah Walty at, at the moment? I'm not really sure about that, actually. And plus, as well, I think she's so important to us at the back, isn't she, Leah Williamson? You wouldn't really take her out. I suppose, yeah, if we if we bought someone in that position, maybe as good as Raphael, then perhaps we could. But I don't know. I don't think Leah Williamson is going to be moving out of defence anytime soon, if I'm honest. I think that's her position for us. And, and she does great there as well. So, um Terry says there, yeah, Matt, what have you been drinking or smoking something? How can you leave Viv out? Yeah, I mean that would be a that would be a, that would be a Mikel Arteta type decision, wouldn't it? Leaving it, Viv out. It's a red herring though. I mean, we've got such a good bench anyway, but imagine Emma Hayes's face if she was to look and go, Well, I'm prepared for Viv to play midfield and we've got we're planned to have two or three players on her. You're your best player just because it's going to confuse the opposition. I mean, that's 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 an interesting kind of tactic, isn't it? <laughs> but um, who knows? I mean, yeah. you know, I'll be amazed if Viv doesn't start. Let's be honest. And, no, uh, I think Viv starts. It's just a little red hanger. I thought I'd throw out there. It is an interesting concept, but uh, I, I don't. I'll be surprised unless she's got some sort of injury. I'd be amazed if she doesn't. If she doesn't start, the only one um, made one game as well because of the because the Belarus game got cancelled. Yeah, because of the because of their stance on Russia. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, Udako says there. Uh, um, Stina um, still looks a bit shy in his team. Mm -hmm. She needs to have more composure and start demand for the ball. Um, she looks quiet sometimes. Make more runs behind quiet. defenders and finding space. Yeah. I mean. I, I don't think we've seen the best of Steena yet, if I'm honest. I, I've actually, I think she's been a great signing and I think she's, she's playing well. And she obviously she's scored quite a few goals already. But yeah, we maybe haven't seen the, the total best of her yet. I think she's going to get better as she goes along. But I'm really happy with what she's brought to the team. Definitely. And her link up with, with Viv has been really good as well, hasn't it, in a lot of the games. And you know, I thought she had a great game in that game against Chelsea, actually. Um, was, I think that might have been the first time that he started with Viv and Steena, wasn't it? I think the first game they yeah. actually started yeah. together. And you can see what's you know yeah, the yeah. Um, the kind of how that was working really. Uh, Terry says, yeah, "Damn, I'm agreeing about what's going on." Well, because Emma talks a lot of sense. That's that's why you were. Yeah. Um, yeah, most of the time, most of the time, anyway. Um, I mean, for me, the team I would go with would probably be um, obviously Zinsberger in goal. I would actually put Katie McCabe at left back because I think Ooh. she's stronger defensively than, than Steph. 
Um, I would obviously, if, if Raphael's fit, he plays with Leah Williamson. If yeah. not, I would play Wilbur Moy because she's been playing well. Yes. I thought she was brilliant in the two games against Wolfsburg. Um, she played well against Leicester, as Matt said. So if Steve, if um, if Raphael's not fit, then I would have no problems with a lot of playing there. She needs to maybe play against Chelsea to get that cup final out of her system because mm-hmm. along with Jim Beattie at Wembley, she made a lot of mistakes. She was very poor um, and looked uncertain. But she's improved a lot since and her form's been really good. If she's got a play, I don't have a problem with that. I'm sure she'll, she'll play well because she's played well in recent games. Um, it's got to be, obviously, uh, Leah Walton and Kim Little, hasn't it, in that midfield? Because, that's, as, as we've all said, that works really well. Then Viv, just ahead of them two. And then the front three for me, I'd go with Beth Mead on the right, Steena up uh, through the centre. And I would, if, if she's fit enough to play, then Caitlin Ford has to start on the left. One, because she's been playing well. And two, she had a great yeah. game against Chelsea in that game. I thought she was our best player that well, probably Vic was our best player, but she was certainly one of our best players that night against Chelsea. So I would definitely play um play Caitlin Ford if she's fit. If not, then I don't know, then maybe I don't know, then you've got Tobin Heath, but Tobin Heath for me is better when she comes off the bench, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe Jordan Nobbs could possibly play there, maybe put yeah. maybe Beth Mead on that side and maybe Jordan on the other side, maybe, but um We've got options anyway, which is great. And we've got, we'll have, we should have a strong bench as well. With, you know, obviously, Frieda on the bench can come on. Obviously, Jordan may be on the bench. Tobin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nikita Paris. So we've got some good players on the bench that we could bring on um, later on in the game if we need, yeah. especially if we don't go extra time. We'll need some fresh legs, won't we? Um, Robert says there, uh, please do not play Catley. She's oh, not doing well. I mean,. <laughs> I must admit, she's got mistakes in her defensively, Steph Catley, at times. And, and sometimes she's not always as composed on the ball as, yeah. as we need her to be. And I, I do think that she sometimes does worry me a little bit. I, I like Steph and I think she's had a good season, but she does maybe worry me sometimes. And I, I do think Katie McCabe's a better defender at left-back. Yeah. Um, I think she offers more defensively. Steph's maybe better going forward at times and can put great balls in. Um, but I don't know, I think... <laughs> I, I, guess, I would I would put Katie there just because defensively she'll be more stable for us, I think. And yeah. that was what made me wrong in a cup final a little bit. We could have maybe should have put Katie McCabe at this back. Steph puts on in a, a good shift and she does work defensively well. It's what I, what my issue is is when you see on TV, you don't see the full picture. She works really hard. She's she's great defensively. She does okay, yeah, she does have a small mistake in the once or twice, but she makes up for it. Her crossing ability into the box, her set pieces as well, have been amazing all season. And to be honest, yeah, yeah. she would probably be um, one of my unsung players of the year, uh, yes. along with Noam, because they just played amazingly. And yeah, just a, I, I think it's a bit disrespectful to say, um, as Rob said, don't play Steph there. I think Steph offers a lot to us that yeah, a lot of other players don't. No, I, I, I'm not saying that necessarily she shouldn't necessarily no, play. I personally, in this game, I would go with Katie at left back just because I do think she's slightly more stable defensively than, than Steph. And I, that's the only reason. I, I agree. I think Steph's had a good season. And I think she does offer the team. She's got a lot to offer. I just feel in this game, if it had to come for a straight choice of Katie or Steph at left back, I would go with, with Katie just for that reason. That I do think she is more defensively stronger. And as um, as Adako in the chat rightly says there, and we cannot leave McCabe out. She's our bonzer in the team. She will get a fight anytime when he's exactly <laughs> against Chelsea. That's one thing that you need to do, don't you? You need to be able to be up to the physical challenge as much as anything else. And Kate is a player, I think, defensively that is 
um, would be the better player for this game for me. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying we should never play Steph again because I like Steph as well. But I just feel as though in this game, I would play Katie there just for a defensive strength, really. Um, Robert says there, yeah, fully agree on her crossing, but not a defender. No, uh, it's, respectful. Uh, it's a choice, mate. Like you have. No, no, it's, it's not. Yeah, I mean, obviously, everyone's on to right. themselves, but I'm just, exactly. I've got mine, you've got yours. That's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, no, right. exactly. exactly. I, I kind of agree with your point, Robert, to a degree that I, I, I think defensively, She's not as strong as Katie, and that's that's why I would I would go with that choice if I was picking a team. But I'm not. It's up to Jonas to decide, and whatever Jonas decides, we will support him because he's not made he's not got it wrong too many times this season. Yeah. Um, one or two maybe here and there, but overall, um, he um, he generally gets it right. I so still, let's I see. Can see where you're coming from. Like I, I understand, like Katie will know what it's like because she's a former Chelsea fan anyway. So she <laughs> might want to like to believe her uh, her former admirers that say. So yeah, wasn't wasn't Katie suspended for that nil nil draw? She was, wasn't she? Yeah, because she yeah, got sent off against United. United, right. so actually, she, she didn't even play last time we no, played them. No, she didn't. So you know, and we obviously got a, we got a clean shit against them with Steph at left back in that game. So maybe that just proves everything I've just said wrong. Maybe and then Robert as well. <laughs> well, well game, game. Again, it's it's all more almost a flip of a coin. You you're even going to get yeah it, it, it is lineup. i mean i don't think we can leave katie mccabe out so either she plays left back or she plays left at the front three doesn't she yes, one of them yes, you can't leave her out of this game because she's um obviously one of our top players there's no doubt so um but yeah we'll, we'll see but it, it is good that Jonas has got these options in so many positions i still think maybe midfield we don't have a lot of options do we um it's kim and leah and that's pretty much it you know no one yeah. else maybe you know, i suppose can, can fill in one of those positions maybe but we are a little bit short there, I think, um, in that area of the team overall, but we've got plenty of options everywhere else, and it's that's obviously a massive, massive, um, <laughs> a massive thing for us. Robert says, uh, I was just frustrated seeing her lately. I'm not saying she's a bad player, just recently mistakes too often. My life, no, I mean, I, I tend to agree. I do think defensively, she has made a few mistakes in some games recently. Uh, was it Wolfsburg where she had a bit of a nightmare, didn't she? The Wolfsburg away game, she wasn't great, was she? Um, but, uh, but yeah, other than other than that, she's had a good season, I, I think. And, um, I'm sure she she's got a big part to play for the rest of the season, definitely. Um, Udako says there, uh, Maritz uh, can cross the ball very bad. Overall, our crossing <laughs> is very bad compared to Chelsea. Oh, it's pieces into the box. Uh, yeah, I mean. I think, I think yeah, he, he says he can't, she can't, Maris can't cross. Well, I don't know if she can't cross the ball. Um, I think she, I don't know, she's obviously not as, not as good at crossing as, as Katie is or Steph, but I, I don't know, I don't necessarily say she's bad at crossing the ball. But uh, you're probably right. I do think Chelsea um, put more dangerous balls into the box than what we do, you know, from play. I think our set pieces are good and we, we score a few goals from set pieces. But yeah, sometimes maybe. Um, in open play, sometimes we don't always get the right balls into the box always, do we? I mean, sometimes I think Steena hasn't been getting great service always because, you know, she may, may have even scored a few more goals. But anyway, we can't really complain about how we've been playing, let's be honest. You know, we've, oh. we've been playing well. Um, Terry says there... Um, <laughs> you, don't want to see me, what, you don't want to see me drinking on camera, that's for sure. So. No, he's, no, he's, he's on crack half the time. What is he on, man? But yeah, you I mean, obviously, Terry's a good lad, he's a good lad. We like, we like to um, but, yeah, oh. um, so yeah, I mean, that's you know, 
it, that's obviously looking ahead to this big game on, on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be a tough one to call, isn't it? But we are going to have to come up with some sort of score prediction, unfortunately. Yeah. And I know yeah. it's going to be very difficult to, to do that, but we're going to have to because that's what we do on the show. So we need to come up with a score prediction. So, Andreas, uh, we'll start with you. What is your score prediction going to be? Are you confident that we can get through, even if it takes extra time and penalties, maybe? Uh, of course, we can go through and we can win against Chelsea. Everything is possible, and and we yeah we as fans we have to believe in the team, and and so I believe that that uh, the gods will make it. Uh, uh, I think, as I said, uh, there will be goals because uh, both defense uh, lines are not not uh, the best ones. We we can score against Chelsea, but also I I'm afraid that Chelsea will score against us, especially mm. from corners or from from crosses. Um, every time there's a there's a cross or something in the six yards box, I'm afraid uh, Manu is staying at the line and waiting. Yeah. So and uh, this always causes problems. She's very good in uh, in one one against one. She's she's good on the line, but uh, yeah, corners crosses. It's not her best. So. Uh, I say, I say, we, we will see a two-two after ninety minutes. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it will be good for our nerves, uh, and in extra time, we will score one more, and we'll have the same result as on the first match day. We will win three-two, and uh, I think everybody will be happy if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Everybody will be happy apart from each other. We'll, we'll be very happy if, if it does finish three two after extra time. It would be a tense, nervy afternoon, but um, I'm sure we would uh, we'd all take that for a, a three two extra time victory. It would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Um, Matt, what are you thinking? Are you thinking a similar goal fest, or is it, do you think it might be a little bit more cagey than than the five goals again that we had at the start of the season? See, I have a feeling Emma Hayes is planning only for 90 minutes. She's not actually planning for the extra time and penalties um, because they've got to play Tottenham next week on Wednesday. Yeah, that's a good point. And then they've got to play Tottenham again on the Sunday. So um, I reckon it will be, well, everyone knows that, or that has been on the channel knows that I always go the opposite way to everyone else because it's a, it's a bit of luck. Uh, so, and... I think there's always one result that goes our way that's <clears throat> always uh, grounded us and brought us back to life, and that was the, in the Wolfsburg game. So I think this game will fire them up. That being said, I'll probably go for a 3 in Chelsea <laughs> just so who uh, <laughs> can prove me wrong once again. But oh, no. <laughs> okay, this well. is the luck of the <laughs> looking at me as if to say, I've just thrown everything you just said in the bin. No, don't get me wrong. I think I think you're perfectly right. But for the sake of luck and everything that's happened this season, I've only got five, uh, five results right this season. And that was all the, uh, all the wrong ones, really. <laughs> Hopefully this one's another one. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we like you to predict a defeat, actually. It, it's fine if you do that. That's not a problem. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I hope it's not going to be another 3-0 because that was not great last time, was it? And, um, actually, I was just checking out. Um, Chelsea don't play Tottenham. They play Tottenham twice, but it's not this coming week. They play next weekend and then the midweek after that. Yeah. So they've got... They've got a full week off this week, as, as we have. There's no midweek games this week in the no. Um 
they've got a, a whole week off. Um, say they're, they're playing Tottenham on sun, next Sunday, the 24th, and then they're playing them again on Thursday, the 28th. Um, and then hopefully then they'll, they'll drop some points in one or one of them games, and then we can you know get our advantage back in the league. But we'll see. Come on, Tottenham. We won't work to that very often, but we we definitely be wanting them to win. So Andres has gone for a free two after extra time. Matt's gone for a three 0 win to Chelsea, which is fine because we we like that. Um, Matt anyway. Um, we hope that's not the result, obviously. Um, so Emma, what are you going to go with your score prediction on for Sunday? We we know it's going to be a very 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 yeah. Very well, as we know, we'll have our fingers crossed and nails we've been. We'll all be in the, I think the sellout crowd, it, there's nothing like having a sellout crowd at yeah. your home ground cheering you on. It's like, as we've seen so many times in other sports, they're like the 12th player or 12th man or whatever you call them. And I think, uh, I think they'll inspire the girls. They'll, they'll be really, really refreshed, recharged and ready to go. And they'll want to point a show for the fans. And as I said, I'm confident going into this game. You saw what. City did to the Chelsea. I know it was um, nearly two months ago now, but we saw what Chelsea um, City did to them in the second half of the Continental yeah. Final. And who's to say we can't do something similar? I mean, um, <clears throat> not to say they've, they've been on fire since then, but as I said, I think we can beat them. And it's, we're due a win over them. And I'm going to go. And um, I think the, the crowd will be inspired the girls to get over the line. And I think we'll win 2 1. In 90 minutes. Yeah, in 90 minutes, not after ET, not penalties, nothing. Too <laughs> well, that would be good. I'll, I'll definitely like that. Yeah. Um, it will certainly make it a little bit less stressful than having extra time. But um, I, I think the, the crowd, actually, it, obviously, it's great that it's a sellout. That is going to be, everyone there is going to, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, could that add a little bit of extra pressure as well? Because I'm not used to playing in front of a crowd that big at Meadow Park. We haven't had a crowd like that for a long time. And Maybe that's a little bit of extra pressure there. And it's, how, how do we react to that pressure as well? You know, the, the crowd as well. Yeah, can help as well, obviously. But uh, there'll be a few Chelsea fans there, I'm sure, as well, because they, they tend to have a few, you know... Because that, that what happened earlier in the season when they stopped Chelsea fans buying tickets didn't last for long, did it? They kind of banned them for like a week, didn't they? And yeah. then they were allowed to buy tickets again after that. It seems a bit strange. But anyway, obviously, there'll be Chelsea fans there as well. Um, <laughs> so it'll definitely be a good atmosphere. There's no doubt about that. And... Um, Let's hope that can give our players a lift and it can really inspire us to, to produce a great performance, which we'll need. We'll need a good performance if we're going to beat Chelsea, there's no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm feeling, I wouldn't say massively optimistic, but I'm, I'm feeling fairly confident that we can win based on the way we played at King's Meadow um, a couple of months back where we, we played well in that game. And, you know, I, I, Chelsea don't tend to play that well when they come back off international break either, do they? For some reason, they they always tend to come back not quite at their best for a game, and mate, you know, I'm sure that Continental Cup final wasn't that just after an international break as well, and they fell to pieces oh, in the yeah. second half. Didn't they? So you know, they oh, they don't tend to play their best game after an international break. It's a shame there's not maybe a WSL game they can drop points, play badly in. But anyway, um, we'll we, we'll take them being slightly off their best if it means we get through to the final. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll win, actually. I do. I actually think we'll win. Uh, but I think it's going to be tight and it's going to be tense and there's not going to be a lot in it and it's going to be quite a, a, a feisty game. I think there's going to be a lot of tackles flying in. I think it's going to be full-blooded game and it's going to be good to watch. There's going to be some good football played. I, I do think we'll come out on top just. I kind of like that 2-1, actually. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's 1-1 at 90 minutes. It goes to extra time and then we do we do sneak one in extra yeah. time. You know, I think that, you know, they may run out of steam a bit having the international break because they, they tend to do that so um, yeah I think we will sneak it through Robert's gone the same he says 2-1 to Arsenal will be a close game yeah it definitely will be a close game 
Um, but of course, obviously, Matt Fink is going to be 3 0 with Chelsea. Yeah, that's why that won't be that close, will it? Um, which, is, which is good. Terry says, no pens, Matt, and in 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah I don't think it was in 90 minutes. Um, um, Sarf says there, 2 1 Arsenal. Again, another 2 1. Uh, Terry's gone optimistically 5 3 to us. Paris has to be. Well, I mean, again, that would be great, wouldn't it? I wouldn't have thought Chelsea have conceded five since we beat them 5-0 about four or five minutes five in a game since then, have they? So uh, that would be nice if we did it again. That would be fantastic, actually, wouldn't it, if that happened? But uh, I can't see it being five. It might be five-three on penalties after it finishes. Oh, no. <laughs> that might be where you get your five-three from. But, um, I can't see it being five-three in the game. But anyway, who knows? Who knows? Um, Udako says there, uh, I've seen many times the big teams like Wolfsburg, Barca, Chelsea yeah. always pass all over the top behind defenders if they can't break the defenders. We always pass on the ground. We, we, yeah, I mean, I actually, funny you should mention that because I've watched, obviously, a few Chelsea games this season in particular, especially recently. I watched a game against Reading and um, a few others recently, Man City as well. And I think with Chelsea, they, they certainly aren't scared of a long ball, are they? And they, they do get the ball forward very quickly. And sometimes we like to pass it, don't we? Under Jonas, in particular, we, we've got more of a, a much more passing style, haven't we? We tend not to play too many long balls. Yeah, we do occasionally play long balls over the top. But Chelsea do that a lot, don't they? They get long balls forward constantly in a game. And it's going to be a, it's a little bit of a contrast in styles when we play them, actually. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out again. And we've got a question there. What's our thoughts on Viv's number 10 role? Andreas, what are your thoughts on that then? Since he's been playing there, obviously, the last couple of months, how do you feel that's been going? Yes, uh, I think it's it's going very well. And it's uh, as far as we know, it was her wish to play in, on the number 10 role. And uh, her connection with Stina worked from the very first day. So uh, it will it will improve uh, the, um, how they play together. But uh, I think uh, number 10 role is fits very good for for with uh, she's more a part of the match she she gets more involved she has more more balls and and uh, the way she creates uh, chances she she uh, sees the chances uh, this is very special and and she's better than than anybody else in in this just seeing where where to pass the ball and uh, yeah i think the most important point for her is to be more involved in in the match and uh, to be more in and uh, yeah, and and we saw her uh, score. Although, uh, so she's uh, nevertheless she's a threat for for the goal for every other team. And uh, yeah, I feel confident with her on the number ten role. Yeah, I mean, and it hasn't really impacted her goal scoring output as much as it may have done because she's still getting goals regularly, isn't she? She's still scoring regularly. She got two goals against Leicester in the last game, of course, and um, she scored um, a couple of goals in the FA Cup run as well so far. So no, it's not. It's not had a massively negative impact on her goal output, which I was kind of worried it might have done. She might have stopped scoring as many, but she's still banging in goals. So um, she's just more involved in the play, isn't she, all the time? She's got she she must have much more touches of the ball now than she did before. I think probably a lot more. I don't know. I haven't seen the stats actually, but I just from watching the games, I would imagine she must have had a lot more touches of the ball. She's more involved, um, and she's kind of pulling the strings a lot more for the team, isn't she, in that role? So I think it's working really well, actually. And I know, I know, obviously, Matt, you you want to left out the team on Sunday from that role, but what you know, what have you made of her role at number ten uh, overall? Yeah, um, I think since, since she gave that interview, I can't remember who it was. To. Yeah. Um, but her saying that she would prefer to be in midfield so that she was able to come through more 
yeah. has shown that she's um a, and Jonas actually put a little bit of faith in her to do it shows that he he's done uh, well there to trust her there it could have quite easily not not worked that well um but we brought in quite well with Steena as well so that's helped on top um the way Viv and Steena link up is amazing it is. as well and it, it, I think it's almost like a new lease of life like she wasn't happy um in that just to bring up that final again she wasn't happy she looked almost like she wanted to give up football if I'm honest and Ooh. no matter what you wanted to do her to do and even when I, I was literally right right in the front row trying to cheer her out I cheer her on trying that she can do it and she just didn't look into it at all um that's a no. huge it's huge for her to come into that she said that she's been talking to a sports psychologist as well which has helped her out quite a lot um as well so all the things that she's doing she's doing for the right thing reason and i think she's done really well i think she can only uh carry it on yeah i mean definitely i mean i, I think that that role really has really suited her and like we said that the way she links she's linked up with with steena has been has given her attack an extra di dimension really which we didn't have before i don't know steena's a big part of that as well the way that she played um i mean emma um, I guess, um, you know, Viv at number 10 is certainly better than Boris at number 10. So that's a positive, isn't it? But um, what, what have you made of Viv playing a number 10 role? Yeah, and it's interesting to see that he's, you know, dropped her back in. But I don't I think she's comfortable playing wherever it is, you know, as long as he's in a forward position. I mean, you could never see her playing in, like, central midfield or in defence unless things got really extreme. But, yeah, I think she's so versatile. She could play absolutely anywhere. And... Uh, yeah, it shows that linking up with the forwards as she's done so well with Beth in the past, Caitlin, or now even with Steena, she can play wherever she likes. Well, not wherever she likes, but she's comfortable in whatever position the manager wants her to play in. And uh, it's great to have, well, it's like with the team, it's great to have that dilemma of where to play her. And she still poses a threat to the opposition from wherever she plays, as we saw against Leicester in the last game, where she, she, she just gives it 120% every time. So, I mean, it's great to see and long may continue and we'll see what happens we'll see if, if that becomes a permanent position from now on but that's good to see i think she's doing well yeah and of course um she did win the player of the month as well didn't she for yes, march she did. And, yes you know, she did. She did. kind of goes to show that maybe this new role has you know has got noticed elsewhere as well which is great so you know she you know it, it clearly is working and um I, I think it's great that she's maybe got a little bit more freedom in the team now um when you're playing sort of as a center forward you you don't have as much freedom where you can go really you need to be getting on the end of balls into the box whereas now she's got that freedom she can drop deeper she can influence things more and i think she's really thrived in that and hopefully that may well influence her decision at the end of the season where she's going to be playing her football in the future let's hope that that is a, as a positive influence obviously the result on sunday may go the walls out as well if we're winning trophies and stuff like that's going to help isn't it with that shadow of a doubt um I'm really frustrated when Chelsea scored a last-minute goal in the last 30 seconds against Villa. Yeah, we all were. We all were. If they drew that game, we'd really be top by now. Yeah, but there's still a few more games they can they can draw. Maybe um, we'll have to see. You know, there's a lot of games still to play. Vidal um, says it before the international break. Uh, Chelsea's on fire. They scored 15 yeah. goals in three games. Um, I'm not. I feel confident. Um, I just hope playing 
um, in our ground gives us a little bit of an advantage. That's all I can say. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're all hoping it does, and let's hope it will. We all know Chelsea have got a good record on that ground, unfortunately. Um, Herman's in the chat there, mate. He says, um, hello, all. I've been busy. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's obviously it's Good Friday, so, you know, lots of, lots of stuff going yeah, on yeah. on a Good Friday, as we're aware of. And um, Robert says there, uh, Rich, hopefully thinking after the international break. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm kind of <laughs> clinging on to any, any little bit of hope I can at the moment. I mean, talking of the international break, actually, um, we, our players, had a Pretty good international break, didn't they? Many of them scored a lot of goals. Obviously, yes, Beth got a few goals last week. Yep. Um, and, you know, Viv scored sixth, didn't she, that same night for Holland. So it, it's been, I think, a lot of our players have had a really good international break in terms of the form that they played. And Kate, as we said, scored a goal, didn't she, for, for Ireland the other night as well. So, um, yes, you know, I think they also scored once or twice. Yeah, she did. Obviously, that Sweden qualified already for the World Cup. So that, that's, they're all. They all, hopefully, all our players that have been away are going to yeah. come back in really good spirits. They're going to be confident. They're going to be happy. Yeah, they've, had yeah. a good night. they've done well for their countries. And yes, I suppose you could probably say the same about Chelsea because their players generally play for the same countries as our players do as well. So they've yeah. enjoyed a similar positive experience, I guess. But I say Chelsea tend to struggle when they come back because Emma hasn't been able to nag them for a week before the game. So, you know... <laughs> I think sometimes it takes another week of the of nagging them to get them to play well again. So let's hope that's the case. I mean, do you think that might be significant for us then? The fact that all our players have done well internationally this, this last couple of weeks and they're going to come back buzzing and really full of confidence and ready to go. Do you think that might make a big uh, a big impact? Because we haven't always done that well, have we, after the international break either, actually? Uh, uh, the most important in, in the international break was that everybody came back uh, healthy. We, Absolutely. We Absolutely. More injuries. This is always my my, my biggest concern when international break <laughs> is coming. So uh, yeah, of course, with uh, scoring six goals in in a match and Beth four goals. Uh, yeah, what what more confidence can you get from from international break than than scoring so many goals? And uh, yeah, Frida was successful. Uh, uh, Mario yeah. at. Uh, and Laura uh, had two wins with Austria. So, uh, yeah, Katie was player of the match for Ireland. Yeah. Maybe uh, it helps. At least uh, the girls had uh, great matches with the uh, yeah. national teams. Nobody came back injured. So uh, it was a good break for us. And I hope we will, will come into the match very, very quick. And, uh, yeah, as I said, we, we have to be... Uh, away from the first second and and try to dominate the match because we are at home and we we must show that we want to win this and yeah exactly. the strong team Daniel Harder is coming back so even if Frank mm -hmm. Kirby is missing the, Sam Kerr has the same problem as Caitlin and uh, Steph had the, with, the, with the jet lag and the travel from Australia uh, but they they have Jesse Fleming and Bethany England who is form uh, um, Erin yeah, uh, Cuthbert always important for, for the right team who were right uh, is on a good run uh, it, it's a good team and uh, sure. if you compare them uh, head to head I think it's yeah it's equal uh, both teams have fantastic players and it's it's very difficult to say well, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean, exactly it is. I mean, it, it's great to see all, you know, 
you know, two teams with some of the greatest players in the world at the moment playing against each other again in this season. It's, I said the fourth time we've played Chelsea this season, which is um, which has been great. Um, and it's kind of gone as even in a way. We've won one, it's been one draw, and Chelsea have won one. They've slightly, you know, they're winning five, three on goal difference, maybe, but it's been pretty even over the season. This is maybe the decider, isn't it, in, in many ways, because we've got to have a winner. It can't finish in a draw because someone's going to win eventually, whether it's penalties or whatever. So, you know, this is, going to, this is going to be the decider with one win each and one draw. So, um, it's going to perhaps see um, where that goes there. Herman says there, uh, Katie McCabe was great against Sweden. She was actually game. She got a player to match in. Uh, Daco says there, Pepe played well in the AFCON and came back to Arsenal and been bent. Yeah, he did. But then, you know, Kate and Paul went away with Australia, came back and been brilliant. So, you know, yeah. it's things around about us, I guess, with it. But yeah, hopefully they, we, we will come back. I mean, the main thing was, Matt, wasn't it? As, as Andreas said there, everyone's come back fit by the look of it. We haven't got any injuries on the back of the international break. And that's the one thing I was praying for. We wasn't going to lose Beth Mead or, or Viv or Steen or anybody like that. You know, and luckily they will come back fit, haven't they? Which is a massive bonus. No. Okay, yeah, I'm just what, yeah, um, yeah, and a lot of things have happened since then. Um, Steiner's qualified with Sweden, yeah, uh, we're nearly there with our England qualification. I only need a point from our next couple of games. Um, Frieda scoring one goal against Kosovo in their own game, they're now top of their group. Uh, Switzerland have had a really ha hard time, and my favorite player, um, was subbed in one of their games uh, towards the end of that game. So hopefully she's feeling a little bit better and be more refreshed for that. On top of that, we've got uh, goals, goals, goals from Viv in that yeah. Yeah. nil drumming. Um, and then they had the game cancelled against Belarus, which we touched on. Yeah. Uh, Katie scoring another banger against Sweden and getting yeah. a... a uh, a very important point. They've now got three uh, three games remaining over Finland to finish second in that group to try and get a playoff, which will be quite exciting. On top of that, um, that's it. No, I was you know I was trying to look for the our Aussies, and funny enough, Caitlin and Steph played on the same side for that game, uh, but Caitlin came off in that game which they won 3-1 against New Zealand and that was their yeah. only game so it'll be quite it's going to be quite interesting that's for sure I'd like to see how these uh, how they bond and come back together hopefully they're well rested now um, and fully back up to speed with everything and in sync time zone wise and everything yeah I mean I think that's that's key isn't it I mean um, the, the travelling and stuff is never is never ideal is it um, you know, traveling a lot in a short space of time and stuff like that, recovery-wise and stuff. But ultimately, the good the good thing is Chelsea have had the same issues. They've had the same players, number of players away, and it's it's not going to be an advantage or a disadvantage in this particular game, is it? Luckily, um, it, it may have been an advantage against another team that didn't have as many international players, perhaps. But um, it's not going to make a lot of difference, I don't feel, in that sense. In this game, um, they've got a couple of Australians, well, haven't they? As you said, um, well, they've got Sam Kerr particularly, so. Um, hopefully she might not be quite on her game. Uh, Just on that, um, for the stats for that game, they had 23 shots, only eight of them were on target and they scored three goals and she mm. scored two of them. So mm. uh, take that out of context, how many shots she actually did have and failed to hit yeah. the back of the net. 
Yeah, exactly. But that, that's that's Sam Kerr alone, isn't it? We know that's yeah. what she's going to do. She gets herself into the great area. She'll have charts after charts after charts, <laughs> and eventually she'll miss kick one. It'll go in, and everyone says, "Oh, look, Sam Kerr's got another goal." Yeah, brilliant. But anyway, um, you know, that's that's just the way it is. Uh, I mean, I mean, Amar, do you, do you think this international break will have a, will have had a positive impact on our players? Because as Matt said, there, you know, a lot of them have. have done great stuff they you know some countries have already qualified England are not far away from qualifying now yeah. as well for the, for the World Cup so hopefully they can come back refreshed but also confident and feeling good because when you when you've played well you've won games yet you feel good don't you and that's what we need to bring into this game don't we all of them really. exactly well with, with regards to international breaks I mean this gives all the opportunity to take some time off of or what's oh, I say time off but of course the international games the international calendar isn't as as uh as tiring for the players and stressful for the mind and the and the state of the players as the regular season is just week week in week out. It's okay. It's not it's not comparable maybe to a Premier League season, but it's relentless in that way. As week in week out, they have to play, so <clears throat> they have to play to that certain standard and what's required. And sometimes it can take a lot out of you. So the fact that they actually went away, known, played with players they also know well, came back, scored goals, did well. No, nobody got injured as Andreas said was the was a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity. They'll have a few days to come back and now prepare. And uh, as I seen, they always seem to enjoy training. And yeah, I mean, now they can do what they can take that into the back into the rest of the season and play well. And uh, we hope, uh, well, I hope certainly that has positive impact. And uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I think I think it's good. It's, it's always good that they can go away, come back refreshed, and recharge the batteries, and then just that final push and then and for the rest of the season and play well again so i think more often than not it's actually a positive thing that they have the breaks even because it like it gives them an opportunity that opportunity to come back and and what is at times can be a very stressful and uh full-on season as we well know exactly i mean it sometimes you know i'm never always in favor of an international break this close to the end of the because of the potential for injuries as much as anything else um yeah. the last thing you need is, is to lose some key players but um luckily this particular international break's gone well in that sense and everybody's fit and healthy and, and well and ready and fired up hopefully for, for for sunday's game and in front of as we said a sellout crowd i mean i just think that is incredible that it's sold out it's just fantastic are you going there mark because i know sometimes you, if you, you get um, to <clears throat> actually didn't buy a ticket i was uh, i was unsure because i was still whether we know whether because you know he tested positive for covid and then tested negative and then having a cough i just i just thought i'd, I'd just sit back and watch it on uh, tv and, and so i'm not going no but hopefully if we get to the final then we can uh, well like we said we're hoping to be don't, don't want to go off topic but we're planning on all going to see each other in a few weeks for the aston villa game and then if not yeah. if that's possible and then maybe who knows two weeks later for the for the cup final, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'll just sit back and watch it on whatever TV I've got at home that's working and enjoy the game. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, um, it's a shame, like you know. I'd love to have been there actually. That crowd, yeah. that, you know, that atmosphere, would be fantastic. I mean, hopefully the Aston Villa game because that's the last game at Meadow Park this season. Hopefully yeah, it is, it is. There'll, be a, there'll be a big. I've already got. I've already bought my tickets for that as well. So um, we get a big crowd for that one as well because that'd be great, wouldn't it? If we, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it'll be a sellout, but hopefully it'll be a big crowd, uh, especially yeah. if maybe Chelsea have, have dropped some points before that <laughs> game. Week or so, who knows? If we might get might. Few more might decide to buy tickets and make it even better, but, but we'll, we'll see what happens um, with that. There, there was one other little story that maybe we need to touch on perhaps before we finish. This story about possibly Caitlin Ford's uh, Joe wants to take over to Juventus. Yeah. We're hearing. Um, 
Sure. I mean, uh, what are you making of that? Obviously, uh, you know, Joe knows her very well. Um, got her to ask me in the first place. What, what do you make of that? Do you think that's likely to happen? Or or what are you kind of thinking? Because she's been playing really well for us, Caitlin, actually, hasn't she? This last two or three months. Uh, when I read this, I was astonished. I have never expected uh, a rumor about Caitlin leaving, but, uh, well, uh, when you look at this, Rumor, it's uh, Joe is uh, the manager of Juve, and Joe was the one uh, to bring Caitlin in. Yeah, yeah, she was, yeah. she was uh, uh, besides Sam Kerr, I think she was uh, the first Australian, and then many other Australians came to the WSL. But yeah. um, the rumors uh, came very, very early, and uh, Joe uh, had contact with her for a very long time, and it was him uh, to convince her to bring her in. So. Um, he's Australian, um, so yeah, why not? Uh, um, I'm sure that he would love to have Caitlin at uh, Juve, and um, maybe they are really trying to sign her. Her contract is running out. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, I think in in December the, the danger would have been more uh, more evident, and it would have been more likely that that she could leave. But now uh, she's. She's settled in the team again. She is really great the second half of the season. And I think she's she's now two and a half years uh, in London. But the first year was a COVID year. She had no chance to, to get yeah. settled in the city. Yeah. The city. And uh, when you see what she's posting on Facebook or Instagram, she's more settled uh, in, in the town now. And um, besides her relationship with uh, Leah, Leah has still one more year on her contract, so yeah, I don't see her, her leaving and Leah staying. So yeah, I hope it's only a rumor and she will stay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I do as well. I mean, I, I think she's an important player for us actually, and it would you know if if we did lose her, then it's going to be difficult to to bring someone in to replace her, isn't it? Who can bring the same qualities that she does? Um, yeah, it would be a shame, and as you said, you know, it, it may leave Leah's um, future in a little bit of doubt as well, which would be a shame, wouldn't it? Because um, we know how, how great she's been for us as well. So, yeah, that, that's a little bit of a worry. I mean, I mean, Matt, what would you obviously like Caitlin to stay? I know she's not your favourite player, but would you like her to stay if uh, you know if we could choose? Well, this is the thing that always annoys me about transfer window uh, rumours. They always come out of nowhere. Um, so I've tried to look yeah. just in the last couple of minutes, to, as soon as you mentioned it, find out where it's come from. Um, yeah, from the quotes from Ars blog, uh, Jonas has said, I have no idea if it is true that Juventus are interested, but I'm clear in the club is very clear that we want Caitlin to stay as an Arsenal player. That is our ambition. So yeah. on top of that, I think... It's a rumour for now. There's nothing concrete there. Um, it might just be hearsay. You never know. Never say never. But um, with a couple of our players out of contract this summer, you never know what's going to happen. So um, I, I'll sit on the fence for this one and not dismiss it. But if if Caitlin does go, I would hope that Leah stays because Leah, uh, Leah's are very vital for how we play. Um the only other option would be to then play Jordan in that midfield or Leah uh, Williamson uh, with Kim, and then that would then leave Rafa, uh, Rafaela and Lottie maybe or Jen 
as the centre back pairing. Um, I think I think we'll see a lot of transfer news over the next couple of weeks. So um, whether or not it'll be true, that's it's a hard one to call. That's for sure. Yeah, it is, and I mean. I kind of said before that I feel as though that sort of the, the, the midfield area is, is the one area that we need to strengthen. I and mean, obviously losing Leo Walty would be a, a, even more important that we strengthen that area. But we need to anyway. Obviously, keep keeping Leo ideally. I, I mean, Emma, would you would you want to keep Caitlin Ford, given the obviously if, if that became an option, if Juventus was a serious option, would you would you want us to try to do what we can to keep her? Because I do think she's a good player for us. She's an important player, isn't she? Yeah, I think she's been a very a good addition to the squad since Joe signed her back in February to, or in 2020. She's shown she's dynamic. She can fulfil whatever role she's asked by the manager. Knowing she's a goal scorer, but she's got a great left foot. On, she plays well on that left side. So she's got great uh, ability to not just cross, as we saw for Beth's recent goal against Leicester and many other occasions. I've, I would, of course, I'd want her to stay. I think she will be. I'd be sad to see her go because then I don't know. Say if I don't know. I don't, let's not think about it. But Katie plays on that side. So if, it gives an extra option of say what if some way if Katie was to get injured or something, who would we have in that forward position on the left? I, I of course I'd want us to say. I think she's she brings a lot to the team and and her quality is undeniable. So yeah, I mean I would uh, I would definitely want her to stay. I can understand where Juventus want her, they want to take their squad to the next step, but then they've also been linked with Nicole Biller as well. well I don't know. I, I don't know, Andreas would know. Is she a similar type player to Caitlin or I don't know, but um Let's see, but well, I, I would definitely want her to stay for sure. Mm. I mean, Andreas, is, is she a similar player then, Bia? Would you say? Nicole Bila is, is more a number nine player. Okay, uh, okay. She, she scores a lot of goals, and uh, yeah, she's she's a central striker. Uh, there's, there are matches you don't see her for 60 or 70 minutes, and then uh, all of a sudden she scores one or two goals. Uh, but she's not uh, a winger, not not such a worker as Caitlin is. Yeah, I, I mean, and to be honest as well, I mean, looking at it from from our squad point of view, the way that we play now with Vivian and number ten Estina up front, Caitlin is another option as a centre forward, which we don't really have anybody else now, do we? I, mean, I suppose Viv could play there again, but you know, she's another option there as well. So I, I think she's better on the left personally, but she's an option as a as a centre forward as well. Yeah, we can make that change during games, can't we? So I think she's an important player for the squad and I, I definitely wouldn't want to lose her, but we'll have to see. But as we as we said there, you know, there's gonna be a lot of transfer stuff going on, uh, certainly once the season's finished. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll be bringing some players in as well. I'm sure we will, because the plan for the for the women's team seems to be strong at the moment. We're building something and I think we'll carry that on. Um Herman says there. Uh, Caitlin should stay at Arsenal. Yeah, we hope so. We really hope she does stay and let, let's hope she does. Uh, Robert says they're still concerned about Viv's contract. Um, Leah Williamson is Arsenal through and through. Would you say, Matt? Yeah, I think we all agree. She's yeah. definitely Arsenal through and through. Leah Williamson's going nowhere. Uh, it's Leah Walty that may possibly yeah. leave. With Caitlin leave, not, not Leah Williamson. Um, Terry says, um, I'm back. I haven't missed MMM single I am quiz. No, you haven't. We're going <laughs> to actually, actually get on to those two little sections now, always at the end of the show. So what we'll do with it, what we always do, We'll do Emma's question first. While we think about the answer, we'll do Matt's yeah. we'll song. So we'll start with... So the question this week, it's going to be a good one, I'm sure. We're all excited. Obviously, Andreas got it right last week. So uh, yeah, the pressure's did. on Matt to try to fight back. Yeah. yeah, well, today I'm taking you back to school for the quiz question. If uh, I know maths is not a strong point for many, 
but let's see how you get on with this one. So if you so my question today to you is this if you was playing fantasy football and you use the same scoring system as you have on fantasy Premier League, how many points would Viv have scored you for her performance against Bristol City back in December 2019? Oh, yes. Now, before, I know barely anything because you've got these double captains now and triple captains and subs and things like yeah, that. So, no, so yeah, so, not, so not, not including using bench boost or chips or anything like that. If you use the standard fantasy Premier League's point scoring system, how many points would Viv have earned you for her performance against Bristol in that 11-1 win back in December 2019? I don't know even know how many points a goal gets you. I'll give you the options. I'll give you some options, actually. Look, seeing as you put me in a who wants to be a millionaire type studio, I'll give you some options. So is it A, <laughs> is it A, is it A 29, B, 40, 41, C, 54, or D, 76? Oh, wow. Um, Andres, do you know the scoring system on fantasy football? No, I, I don't know the, the Premier League fantasy manager, so <laughs> I have no idea. So, but yeah, so is it 29, 41, 54, or 76? I've added it up and I've calculated this a few times myself, and I'm pretty sure I've got it right. Okay. Um... So that includes points for goals, assists, appearances, and bonus points for as well for for performance as well. Yeah. Right. So we'll think about that because there's a few figures to add up. Um, what were the options again, Omar? Uh, yeah, sorry. So is it 29, 8, 29 41, 54, 76? Right, okay. Oh, that's a good, good question. Robert says, I have to go with that. Good night to you, Rich. Andreas, Amar, Max. Thank you, so, yeah, mate. Don't forget, tomorrow for the Arsenal-Southampton game, if you're around for a watch-along for that one, quarter to three, we're going live. So please join me for that if, you, if you're around. Um, right, okay. Well, while we have a little think about that, add a few figures together and try and come up with um, the answer to the correct answer to Amar's fantastic question. Now, of course, we can't have a week without this little fantastic section either. <laughs> So, Matt's chant of the week then. Have you got a good one lined up for us, Matt, while we while we think about this question? Yeah. Um, let's see. There do we want is. some music again? Do we need some music, do you think? <laughs> what sort of music do we need? Would it, have to be, would it have to be some dance music or something a bit more laid back for this one, would you think? What do you reckon? What yeah, I think if we've got something sort of um, poppy and... Yeah, we've got a bit of a poppy when it's in. I don't, I don't know what it's like, so we'll just, just play a little bit of it first just to see what it's like, whether you think it will suit. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that will yeah, work. Yeah, well, that will work, Right, okay, good. In, in your own time, hang on, I'll put it down a bit. We don't want to drown you out the ring. <laughs> She refused to give up. She refused to give in. Arsenal's her everything. We won't give up. We won't give in. So we sing. One love. Leo Williamson. One love. Arsenal was number six. All love. Arsenal through and through. We will survive. Oh, that was brilliant. That was, that was the best one. 
I was just on Twitter the, uh, earlier and I, I was looking through and there is actually a YouTube, <laughs> uh, not sorry, not YouTube, a Twitter page that says Arsenal Women FC Chance and they're all the chants are up on there. Uh, they put a word no. in, but none of my chants have made it. So, <laughs> not yet though. Give it, give it time. I'm sure they'll they'll catch up eventually and get get with it. Because you know, Terry's <laughs> giving you an eight. <laughs> um, yeah, they uh, said. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was yeah, really. I thought, I thought it went well with the music. Has been unkind. I'll give him a nine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought eight's a little bit harsh. I think that's up there with the best of the lot that way. Yeah. So I, I think I'm thinking nine, nine and a half even because that was that was pretty good there. And of course, it's it's about Leah Williamson, who's uh, obviously my favourite player. Yeah. Also. yeah. Um, Terry says to go a cappella. No, it's, it's good with the music. It added, it added a good vibe to it, I thought, actually. Yeah. Um, that was a good one, actually. Leah Williamson. Well, what's on it? What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to clip that and send it to Leah Williamson so that she can enjoy, enjoy it before the game on Sunday, which would be good. It might inspire her to uh, to get a winning goal, which would be nice, wouldn't it? Because she scored a few this season. Um, anyway, go back to Emma's math question. Which is, yeah, which and I was is quite, you know, you're talking about music. I remember Jen doing an interview on the women's football show a few years ago. Who did she say was a dressing room DJ out of the squad? Did she actually say? I think huh? it's Lisa. I think it's oh, Lisa. Lisa. Oh, she's gone now. Yeah, yeah, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Lisa was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the serious stuff of my question. Have you guys got any come close to getting an answer yet? Um, right, okay. Well, I'm thinking it's obviously going to be quite a lot of points. Yeah, so if you figure out goals, points for goals, right. assists, right. appearance, and and bonuses. From what I remember from this game, I I'm totally guessing, but I'm no I'm nowhere near where um, one of the answers. I'm like in between one of them, but okay. I think I'm, I'm going to have to give my guess. I'm going to guess forty-one. Okay, what do you say, Andreas? Uh, I have no idea because I don't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Go another wibble dibble. I can only guess, uh, so it's it's answer B. <laughs> no, he's going to go with B as well. What about you, Richard? See, I, I, I'm not 100 sure of all of the scoring, and I know obviously um, Viv scored six goals in that game and got four assists. Correct. So she was involved in ten goals in the game. So yeah. I'm guessing for one hat trick you'll get a certain bonus points. For two hat tricks you'll probably get an extra bonus again. Um, Obviously, the, the assists as well. She would have got player of the match, I would assume, for that game as well. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of points. I'm tempted to go with D76. Just, I know it seems a lot of points. But you have 10 goal involvement and she would have been player of the match. Yeah. Plus, you know, all sorts of bonuses for hat-tricks and God knows what else. So, yeah. I think it's going to be a really high number. So, I'm going to go for 76 because it's the highest number that's well, available. Let's 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 break it down anyway this is how i worked it out right so in fantasy premier league goals for forwards are worth four points oh so close right. the, I got assist, three anybody who gets an assist anybody defenders midfielders or strikers assist is worth three points uh, and, right. and appearance if you start or play games you have played at least 60 minutes you get two points for this for, for starting it's only one point if it comes to the bench but two points for starting and then, undoubtedly, because she was player of the match, they award the most number of points they award for, uh, I don't know how they decided, but on the bonus point system is three bonus points. So that's how I worked it out. Would she not have got points for a hat-trick as well? Do you not get points for hat-tricks? No, it doesn't. I don't think they award points. No matter how many goals you score, I don't think they give you bonus points for hat-tricks on Fantasy mm -hmm. Premier League. Oh, don't they? Yeah, so, so it's four, it's points, four points for forwards, three points for assists. 
two for the appearance and three bonus points. So it's 41. So the correct answer was 41. Ah. Oh, well, there you go. Andrew's got it right, even though what a scoring system was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 24 points for the goals, 12 points for the assist is 36. The bonuses were three, 39, and then two points for the appearance, 41. There you go. I, I think she got an extra 35 points for getting two. <laughs> <laughs> she actually get 76 points. That's what I think. <laughs> See, yeah, I think yeah. it would be amazing if they could do a, a, a fantasy football with the women's. They, I think they, they should. I think, I they, think should. they will. I think they will, actually. I think next season, I think they will. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I'd love to see what the prices were. For Viv, for me, Viv, I'd pay. I think the most expensive striker in men's fantasy football, I think, is, I don't know who it is. I think it's Salah's worth you, about you know, Salah or Harry Kane, won't it? I would have thought. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it about Viv. 15 million, which is about half of your budget, isn't it? Because your, your budget's 100 million. Yeah. Viv would be at least 10 million for me, so let's see. If you get a bonus point Next for celebrating goal, uh, we've scored six goals and gets no <laughs> if, you get, yeah, if you don't, if you don't celebrate a goal, then yeah, they'll do the unique Viv celebration, we'll give you some bonuses. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's yeah, wow, that's the yeah, other. See, so imagine if you, if you triple captain there as well with 41 points and you triple, so you triple captain now, you get 123. Yeah, yeah, that would be, be a good week, wouldn't it? For one player. That's just one player, don't forget, out of all your old team. I'd be lucky if I get 123 in like a month, usually. Well, I, I mean, you're only allowed to pick three players per team. So if you, this is yeah, where it becomes yeah. difficult. If you had to pick three Arsenal players in your fantasy team, who would they be? That's very difficult yeah. as well. But for me, I think I would pick Leah, Kim and Viv. But that's difficult. I would, probably pick, I would probably pick Viv, Steena and... Um, yeah, probably Beth Mead actually. All the assists yeah, Beth Mead as well. Yeah, can't they all go? Even Katie. Katie would be a good cup prize. Yeah, player. Katie. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got a lot of options, but then I suppose you know, you could look at Chelsea. You know, Sam Kerr's going to be worth a few points because she does score a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they've got one or two others. I don't know. Beth England will probably get a few points from Fran Kirby when she's fit and healthy yeah. to play. We'll probably get a few points. So you get three Arsenal players and three Chelsea players, and that's that's most of your team, isn't it? And it's just filling them out. <laughs> a couple of Man United players here and there, and a Man City player maybe. And that's pretty, maybe I'll put Lauren Hempy if I could put her in actually, because she, she must get she'll get a few points. Or Chloe Kelly, or Chloe Kelly. Yeah, she, when she's fit again, yeah, Chloe yeah. Kelly will be a good shout as well. So yeah, there's a, there's a, I mean, yeah, it would be good actually to have a, a fantasy a team for the women actually because yeah, you know, there's so many great players now in the WSL. It would be that would be really good actually. It's something they need to sort out for next season. Uh, that would be good. Um, it says that yeah, we're becoming a match. Well, we've got a bit of, match, a bit of music, a bit of general knowledge. It's, it's a bit of everything really. It's it's pretty good. Um, and uh, Herbert says that yeah, um, Leah deserves some handle music. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, handle music would be good. Unfortunately, there's only about six different options that I've got in music I can play. So there's, there isn't any handle music, unfortunately. But uh, uh, that kind of went with that song, actually, which was good. So, yeah, brilliant stuff again um, from Matt, as always. And a great question that was from Amar. Oh, I was saying, yeah, I mean, and Jazz made to get it right two weeks in a row, and he didn't even know the scoring. So that, that was fantastic. Yeah, Matt, 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 Matt guessed 41 as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be more than that, but anyway. Um, Anyway, there you go. But that was that was good. That was good fun as always. So uh, that's another Arsenal women's show over and over this week. I say the FA Cup semi-final, um, yeah. sort of semi-final special. Looking forward to that big game, um, a really really big game actually on Sunday, which is I'm sure we're going to enjoy uh, through our hands probably much of it. Uh, <laughs> every time Chelsea get the ball and come forward, because you know how dangerous they can be. Um, and uh, Herman says, "Yeah, oh, cool. uh, game, 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 game
<laughs> no, she certainly fights the all right. Yeah, we need to keep her on the pitch, so we, we don't want her to get uh, yeah, yeah, she, she's uh, she's feisty and a great player, as we know. So, um, but yeah, so we're all looking forward to Sunday, and it is going to be um, a very, very um, tense and exciting game, I'm sure. Great quality, there's going to be, and hopefully. We can, as certainly as me, Andreas, and Amar have predicted, we come out on top and we'll pretend that match. <laughs> we don't worry about match predictions because we know what we get with match predictions. Which is the, I'm always he's, wrong. He's, he's always wrong. Which is, let's hope he's wrong again this, this week. We certainly don't want him to be right because that would be, that'd be no fun, would it? So, then again, um, last time I predicted the 3 0 and we drew 0 0. So. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, a nil-nil draw at 90 minutes will be a disaster. And we can win 3-2 in extra time, as Andrea said, which would be nice. It'd be pretty exciting extra time, wouldn't it? Goals fired in um, right left and centre. But it's going to be great to see Meadow Park full, actually, isn't it? And yes. That's yeah. going to be great to see. The atmosphere is going to be incredible. And I say, let's hope we can um, be inspired to, to beat uh, Emma Hayes again for the second time this season, which would be... Actually, that's an interesting stat that Matt gave us earlier, actually. It'll be the fourth time we've played Chelsea this season. It'll be in four different stadiums as well. It is quite amazing, actually. That is astonishing, yeah. I'll bet that's never happened before. In Two teams have played each other four times in the same season at four different stadiums. Yeah. Probably can't have happened, let's be honest, because you'd imagine at least two of those games someone would be at home and they'd be at the same ground. So well, yeah. If, if you think if you think about it as well in the Premier League, City and Liverpool have played each other, Anfield and the Etihad this season have played Wembley tomorrow, they could also face each other in Paris in the Champions League final. So let's see. Yeah, that's true. But then having said that, they also they, they would have also played um didn't they play they, I don't know, didn't they play in one of the I don't know, you're right. Yeah, there'll be yeah, one at the Etihad, one at Anfield, one at Wembley, and one yeah, at France, yeah. Yeah, they could as well, yeah. They won't both get through because Unai Emery's gonna win the Champions League. That's <laughs> Unai to win. I wouldn't know. When is it all in the finals? <laughs> Unai, Unai Emery's gonna win it, just uh, just to annoy yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah, he still should be at Arsenal because then we might have won the Champions League. But anyway, um that's another story for another show, I'm sure, at some point. But uh, but no, I mean you're right. Perhaps Chelsea, uh, Liverpool and Man City might um, might do the same this season. That would be good, wouldn't it? But uh, yeah. anyway, it's probably never happened before. And it could happen twice in uh, in a few weeks, which would be quite something, wouldn't it? Um, but anyway, um, yes, that's another great show. Andreas, thank you very much for joining us as always. I'm sure you're looking forward to Sunday. Uh, did you enjoy the show tonight as well? Yeah, of course. I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the discussion, and thanks for having me here. Uh, it's always a pleasure, and uh, for now, it's the perfect start for for the Easter weekend and for a very exciting football weekend. Because on Sunday there is in German Cup uh, Bayern Munich versus Wolfsburg in oh. the semi-final. So oh, that's going to be a good game. game. The same clash as uh, Arsenal versus Chelsea, Bayern versus Wolfsburg. <laughs> what time is that on? Uh, oh, that's 11:30. That's 11:30. Yeah. Oh, it's a semi-final. Oh, nice. On, on Sunday too, but one hour earlier. So uh, uh, I'm at the Campus Stadium in Munich and uh, I will miss most parts of the Arsenal match. And uh, if we win, I will watch it uh, the replay in the evening. And if Chelsea wins again, as, as in the, the final, watch it. <laughs> ignore the match <laughs> 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 yeah, I, think one, I think one thing you can be assured of is that Wolfsburg won't be winning 6-0 this weekend uh, I hope not <laughs> no, have you got all no, the players no. back from injury and Covid yeah now? I think all the players back from Covid that's what I was wondering yeah yeah eight, eight players with Covid were out but uh, they are 
back now and uh, hopefully it will be an open match too but um, yeah fantastic matches in in german cup and in in the english cup so what do you expect more it's the best teams playing yeah. in semi-finals yeah. it's, a, it's a shame they overlap a little bit then, isn't it really that you can't maybe watch both yeah. games yeah. after each other it's a shame isn't it that they don't the kickoffs haven't quite aligned themselves or maybe if, if arsenal was playing on a saturday here like man the man city way they'd swap them over and then it would have been ideal wouldn't it but um, but no it sounds like a great day of football anyway um you know fantastic stuff and i'm sure they'll both be really good games actually as well and um let's see what the um how the results work out hopefully arsenal and bayern munich double would be nice wouldn't it that'll be uh that would make it. It would be fantastic to have both in the final. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is the final on the same day as well? Is the German final on the 15th of May as well? No, uh, I think the 28th. 28th. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. And then it's Leverkusen against Potsdam in the other semi final. Yeah. yeah. They are playing on Monday. So why? Oh, yeah, they're playing on Monday. And Bayern versus Wolfsburg on Monday. It would be. <laughs> why didn't they swap the two anyway? Yeah. But nobody asked me. They just. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Terrible, that. It's yeah. Terrible scheduling again, isn't it? They, just, they don't care about us, do they, when they schedule these matches? They just. Oh, no, I know why that's on the 28th, because Wolfsburg have got the two weeks after that. They're also in May, isn't it? No, but I thought no, because they've got the two Champions League semi final. No, no, sorry, that's later this month. No, 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 I got confused. Yeah, they, well, if they get through, if they beat Barcelona, then the Champions League finals. Um, is that that's the twenty? Is that the twenty second of May or something? Isn't it something like that? Oh, it's like, looking like that Barcelona Wolfsburg semi final is going to surpass the Real Madrid game in the attendance stake, so that could be special. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, women's football suddenly that the crowds are getting a lot, a lot bigger, aren't they? I mean, we've got an North London derby to come at the Emirates, which you know that's going to be a big crowd, not as big as it would have been originally, but it's still going to be a decent crowd. That that's going to probably be a WSL record crowd. Um, you know, obviously we've got the the Champions League record crowd could be broken um, in the next week or so as well. You know, we've got a we've got a sellout crowd at Meadow Park tomorrow. You know, there's just it's just amazing really what's going on at the moment at women's football and of course we've got the euros a lot of those games are sold out in the summer as well it's just um it's just fantastic stuff that's happening in the it's women's game football, exactly. it is it's, it's a fantastic type of women's football and luckily from our point of view arsenal are at the heart of the good stuff as well aren't they doing well and yeah. competing at the top level so that's always great as well so um but yeah, brilliant stuff. That actually a great weekend um, of uh, cup football in England and in Germany, which is, which is great on Sunday. Um, Matt, as well, thanks for joining us again, and thanks for your fantastic um, song about uh, the fantastic Leah Williamson as well. Was <laughs> um, was very good. You enjoy the show? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, it was great to come on again, and just to, or to add on to that, it's been a great sort of season for everyone the wsl's grown quite a lot with through the tv coverage and everything else uh, us going through to the champions league uh, knockouts and chelsea not um a little bit of a, a added cherry on top of that uh the content that everyone's putting out there on women's football af uh awf clips have uh, been amazing doing comp uh comps yeah. of all the players putting out requests with, went from the fans uh, there's been so many people and there's been a lot of recognition across the board from all sorts of people um, even badly drawn Arsenal have gotten involved with Miedema, with the Miedema t-shirts and cups and mugs that you can see so you can see that it's growing and there, there is a real ask for people to put see more of the women's game 
um i was talking to when i was doing working i work with kids and i a couple of the boys said i said i prefer women's football and they just sort of laughed at me and uh but it's all about changing perceptions if i i don't think that i would have probably said that maybe when i was their age but we're getting there and we're getting there slowly um but hopefully in the next five years they will see that women's football is up there with the premier league it's probably way better than it is at the moment that's for sure yeah, I mean, I, I personally think it's more enjoyable to watch. I've got to be honest. Um, it, it, I, I personally feel it is, and you know, and I'm sure a lot yeah. of other people as well. I mean, that's not that's not to say the Premier League is not great as well, because I enjoy that as well. But I just prefer watching the women's women's football at this moment in time. I think it's mm-hmm. better to watch. It's a better atmosphere in the stadiums. It's just I just prefer it, and you know, and it is good that um, you know the way this season in particular, with, with I suppose because Sky's got involved as well as helped drive an audience to it as well and you know i like to feel maybe you know that us doing this show but at the start of this season all the way through to kind of you know give other people some ideas to maybe cover the women's game on youtube as well a little bit more the women's team that maybe might not have done so so um it's great that it is getting a lot more coverage and i've seen there's quite a few shows now on youtube that do do some stuff on the after i know you've been on one or two matt haven't you which is great yeah there are um, yeah, a lot more and yeah it's great to see them all growing and asking for help and things like that. So it, it, I think this is it's just going to grow from here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. And this, this is this could have been, this is probably going to prove to be, in year, when we look back in years to come, maybe a breakthrough season for women's football in a lot of ways, you know, with yeah. the coverage, the Sky deal and everything else. And the fact that the Euros is at the end of this season in England as well probably has added to it all. And the fact that yeah. the title race is probably going to go down to the final day as well. It's just excitement yeah. around, isn't it? You know, and we, hopefully we've got a good FA Cup final to come as well yeah. as all sorts of other stuff. So, yeah, it, it's great. And, um, and yeah, I think it's good that, um, I say, you know, we've, uh, I think, uh, you know, as for Harry as well, who's been on the show, has contributed to some of that as well, hopefully giving the women's team a little bit more, a little bit more coverage that they deserve as well. Um, am I as well? A good says, uh, have you back in the UK? Enjoy yeah. the show. Yeah, now feeling a lot better now, and yeah, it's good. It's good to be. We'd look forward to all the game we love the most with you guys, and yeah, it's uh, it's become a it's become a like a, a good part of, of my everyday everyday life now, and it's really good. So yeah, I mean, I look forward to it every time. Let's see how we do this weekend. Hopefully, we have a lot of positives to talk about this time next week. Really on, I would say. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so because um, you know we've got. Uh, I'd say I think we said it before. This game could decide not only the FA Cup but also it could decide be important in the league title race as yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, Terry says, uh, a great show again, chaps. Have a great weekend, Andreas Amar, MM77. Come on, you women, girls. Good night, all in the chat. Uh, Herman says, defense is vitally important. Yeah, cool. Chelsea maybe got a slightly stronger defensive record than we have. Um, Terry says, I uh, agree with Matt there, uh, women's football looking good. Indeed, it is. And Herman says, uh, Right on, Richard, the ladies play a fabulous, dedicated game. They do indeed. It's fantastic mm-hmm. to watch. I, I just really enjoy it. We all do. Um, and that's great. So, yeah. Um, just coming up on the channel then, tomorrow is the obviously the men's Premier League watch along Southampton against Arsenal. Big game there. Arsenal need to bounce back from those two terrible games that we've had in the last couple of weeks and need to get the three points for that one. So, I'll go live about quarter to three with the team news build-up and that. And obviously, we'll go into the game and all your comments in the chat as well. And then, of course, on Sunday, uh, the big one, the FA Cup semi-final for Meadow Park, a packed Meadow Park. So if you haven't got a ticket, you can't go. Join me. I'll be going live about quarter past 12 with the team news for that one. Um, and uh, obviously, a bit of build-up to the game. And then, 
all match commentary as well. And I'll say all your comments as well. So please join me for both of those two big watch-alongs this weekend. Uh, make it a good Easter for Arsenal. Two big wins will be much needed. And then we can all enjoy Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah. Weather as well. We can enjoy a weekend, end of the weekend. So yeah, join me tomorrow for the Arsenal-Southampton game. Another big game. But of course, we will be focused on the big game on Sunday as well um, at Meadow Park. That is going to be some game. It is going to be fantastic. And we all think, apart from that, we all think we're going to win. <laughs> and we can all look forward to the final. Another final, maybe. That'd be good to play two FA Cup finals in one in one season. That'll be a probably a record no one's probably ever done that before have they so you know we can break another record maybe this season let's hope it's us doing that and not Chelsea that's what we want to see so Emma hope um you know hope you have a nice Easter ever but I hope you don't enjoy Sunday too much <laughs> but yeah again <laughs> will be nice to see so thanks again obviously to Andreas and to Matt and of course to Emma thanks to all you guys in the chat as well um, great stuff again as always I'll, say, I'll see you tomorrow for the game at Southampton a quarter to three and then Sunday for the big one semi-final that's going to be good it is going to be good so let's enjoy that in the meantime of course as always come on you guys yeah. come on yeah. let's win both games come on guys reach you tomorrow see you later guys take it easy Bye. 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 Bye.